0: how's it you beautiful people it is already another week it is already another episode of motivation and encouragement now I bet you you're probably very very excited to hear this new parable but I'm not gonna do a parable today I have something that I experienced a while back that I want to share with you and i don't have much notes in front of me at the moment usually i have my notes with me and stuff but i just want to chat with you all just want to be real and vulnerable because i believe that's very important today in our culture is to drop our guards and just have a chat you see just to give you guys a background so my disposition is more inclined to sports and outdoors and all that type of stuff rather than art but as of late there was a story that i heard about Michelangelo. And I really just have to share it with you because the Holy Spirit struck a chord with my heart. One that actually just <laughs> it makes so much sense. But I want to build up the story for you for a second. So obviously for those of you who don't know and you have your phone with you and you want to go Google it while you have you know a chance, I want you to go and Google a few pieces about Michelangelo. You see, Michelangelo was an elect member, for those of you who don't know, of fine arts. And his most famous paintings were like stuff like the creation of Adam, the Pieta, and then this is where we're going to lead into today is the Sistine Chapel ceiling that was painted between like 1508 to 1512. And I can just imagine how the scene would have played out. I mean, Michelangelo has absolutely nothing but brushes i mean just think about the time you're talking about the 1500s okay there wasn't technology like we have it today to map out the the ceiling and go and take a look at the picture like the art that he's done with his hand i mean it took him literally four years to do that whole chapel ceiling but do you know why it wasn't because he was talented or a genius you see Michelangelo, with his truly busy and beautiful work of art, had two things behind him that no one knew about. Maybe you don't even know about this. You see, Michelangelo made his own tools. And he wasn't born an artistic genius. He actually just really grafted. The guy worked very hard. You see, Michelangelo understood something, folks that you eventually will understand or that some of you already understand and it's a fact that the military understands it's a fact that handyman and lumberjacks and every single individual understands and that is that the condition of your tools matter if we tend well to our tools and get the best possible condition we'll most likely accomplish our best. And this is why I mentioned the military because the military knows that the rifle is a tool but it's also to be kept to the highest standard why because that could be the difference between life or death we've all watched military movies at some point and you see how they just look after that gun man you just see how they look after that rifle that weapon because that is their protection that is their tool Again, Michelangelo, an artist, he knew if he made himself custom, high-quality brushes, what would happen? He would get authentic, high-quality artwork. You see, there's a very old saying. If the iron is blunt, and he does not wet the edge, then must he be put to more strength. That saying actually comes from a swordman. You see, lumberjacks and swordmen both make sure their blades or their axe is sharp. Because what's going to happen if it's dull? They are going to require more strength. Which would mean that they would get exhausted quicker. I hope you guys are seeing where I'm coming from with this. God created us in his image to be his worksmen. And if we look at Genesis 2, verse 15, the scripture tells us that the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to what? To work it and keep it. That's an Old Testament example of Adam. Now, for those of you that disregard the Old Testament, which you should never disregard anything from the Bible because that's God's breathed words, let me give you something from the New Testament. You see, Jesus invites us, to follow him and he will do what make us fishers of men and then then later on he commands us to go out and make disciples we see both those examples in matthew 28 verse 18 to 20 and then matthew 4 verse 19. my point being we are in a sense tools that build god's kingdom but we can't build much when we ourselves folks are dull it's a very plain lesson. We shall be likely to accomplish most when we are in the best spiritual condition. Or, in other words, we shall usually do our Lord's work best when our gifts and graces are in good condition. And we shall do worse when they are most out of trim. And it's a practical truth. So, I want to leave you with this. You know, in the beginning, how we spoke about the Sistine sitting artwork? and i mentioned we'll just go back to that. Well, it was actually given to Michelangelo as a setup to fail. Plot twist, eh? Hey? He, but because Michelangelo kept his tools in the best possible condition, because he always worked hard to make sure it was in the best possible condition, he achieved what would seem impossible. If we make sure we sharpen our mind with scripture renew our minds and refine our prayer to be strong and honest if we make sure that our spiritual tools and our spiritual condition is at its possible best and note i'm not saying perfect because we can't be perfect we are progressively being sanctified but we can still make an effort to make sure that our condition, our spiritual condition is at its best possible state, then we too can, by the grace of God, achieve the impossible. And we know that's true. When we look at David and Goliath, when we look at all the big Gideon, if we look at Elijah, These are examples where people kept their condition humble. They always stood in front of God, always questioned the Lord on what to do next instead of taking things into their own hands. This is why I'm saying that today, pray, read the words of God, get your nutrients in, feed yourself. Jesus tells us, that he is the living water that he is the bread of life okay when we read the scripture and we allow the holy spirit to move as we read you know what happens we become hydrated we start to feed on truth we start to feed to become strong and to allow everything else to fade away as we move away and give god spare time we aren't going to improve our condition if we don't increase our capacity folks to really give god time how can we expect god to give us a big capacity of weight if we want god to use us but we aren't giving god everything that is needed so that he can supply us with tools to then sharpen how then are we going to enter into a new season prepared some of you are stuck and i get that i get that some of you might be in a season that you feel has just been way too long so let me ask you a question have you self-reflected in what season you are have you self-reflected and realized that sometimes god keeps you in a season to prepare you for what's next but that requires you to stand before Him in the best possible condition. May you all have the best day today. May you all realize that I am cheering for you, I am praying for you, I don't know many of you, I know some of you that I've met up before. But I want you to understand that you can always reach out. You can always ask questions. And most importantly, you can always ask for me to pray for you if you need it. But do realize that I love you. That I'm proud of you. That you are God's creation. You are made in His image. You are an alpha lion and lioness of God. And nothing can stop you except you. Amen.